You know, most problems in healthcare are fixed already. Primary care is already cured on the fringes. Reversing burnout, physician shortages, bad business models, forced buyouts, factory medicine, high deductible insurance that squeezes the docs and is totally inaccessible to most of the employees. The big squeeze is always on for docs. It's the acceleration of cost and the deceleration of reimbursements. I want you to meet those on this show that are making a difference with host Ron Barshop, CEO of Beacon Clinics. That's me. Two sacred trusts are violated daily due to high deductible plans and spoiler alert, we have a happy ending to this tale through our guest today. The first sacred trust is between employers and employees, and we once felt safe with a company plan. We had left the wild for a safe nest that protects our family and our finances with good health insurance, and that for most people in their mind translates to good health care, although they're completely unrelated. Today, our average family deductible is around 4,500 bucks, and those deductibles are well over half Americans' ability to save. So the average American, well, 56% of Americans earn under 20 bucks an hour, and most of them cannot put together $1,000 in savings to meet that $4,500 deductible. And a lot more percentage of Americans don't have anywhere close to $4,500, so they are what we call functionally uninsured. Is it really health insurance? if you don't have the savings to equal your deductible. So health insurance has sort of become, particularly high deductible health insurance, like a country club, and it's pitting really good people against each other here in America. We have white collar pitted against blue, haves and have nots, the reds and the blues, the older and the young, and it's tearing at the fabric of this great nation, and the world really needs us strong, and it's desperate for American leadership. So there's a really much at stake to offer every single employee a ladder into that treehouse of care to restore a sacred trust that employers and employees have had lost, or more accurately have had stolen by big health care, better described now as transaction care. A second sacred trust is the doctor-patient exam. It's the very backbone of health care, which is the mouth of the river where it all begins. A primary care visit is a cornerstone of a $3.6 trillion ecosystem that revolves around that visit. But the sacred thing feels today more like a DMV visit than anything resembling an intricate, intimate health visit of yesterday. Navigation into post-primary care today feels like a cornfield maze with financial bear traps at every dead end, and the dominant issue is there's 12 to 14 admins around every PCP visit with high deductible care today. So here's our happy ending where integrity is restored. The doctor-patient exam, the employer is a safe nest. Both of these sacred trusts are now a choice for everybody listening to this show. My story is that of 500,000 American stories, all members of direct primary care. And there's hundreds of thousands more that have direct contracting. I'll use as an example, Walmart's 2.1 million partners, the largest employer in America. They all have a doc that is feeling more like a doctor-patient visit than a DMV cornfield maze. I pay $105 a month with a company called Redirect Health, which means that me nor none of my employees have a premium, a copay, or a deductible and we never will again, we'll never go back. We have a direct relationship with the PCP of our choice, the Cairo of our choice, chiropractor of our choice, and routine labs all paid for by Redirect Health, no additional cost. And they can text or call a nurse 24 seven in two languages, and most of my employees are Hispanic, single female, so that's a really 
good idea to be able to call 24-7 when a kid has an infection in their ear or a pink eye. I've pioneered this with a company called Redirect, as I said, and three of my first five shows were with Dave Berg at CEO. So get this, my turnover last year was zero, zilch. Hiring is a joke because I got four A players. Normally it takes 60 to 80 people to source four players, and we literally found them in our first four interviews. What tight labor market, I ask, in Houston? So absenteeism is also way down too. We are about half where we were before we had free healthcare for everybody. So wait a minute, Ron Barshop, what do you do for catastrophic cancer or cardio or car accidents and things like that? Well, the same thing big employers do. I use a company that accepts the risk called Sidera Health. Not all of my people want or feel they need catastrophic risk, but they're my umbrella, my risk share, my catastrophic teammate. So it's equivalent of what Berkshire Hathaway does for large companies. They reinsure the risk and take it off my back. I want you to meet at CEO today. The CEO of Sidera, Jamie Lagarde, brings over 15 years of healthcare experience and over 20 years in operational and information technology expertise to the team. And Sidera was recently identified as a high flyer in high flying Austin, Texas, which is chock full of high flyers. So what a compliment. His daily mission is to empower individuals to radically change the way we pay for healthcare one member at a time. All right, so Jamie, explain to our listeners what high level risk sharing is all about. How does this work? Well, Ron, first let me thank you for having me on, on the show today. And um, I'm excited to, to dig into the details about how Sidera Medical Cost Sharing helps employers around the country. And your point about redirect health or other virtual primary care or direct primary care providers is a great one, and we definitely need to talk about that as well. But let me start with Sidera. So Sidera is a medical cost sharing community. It's a group of people who have come together to share each other's medical bills. And Sidera, the company, facilitates that sharing process across the membership. And so there's actually, just to be really clear, there is no insurance or transfer of risk actually at all um, with a medical cost sharing organization. It's just a group of members who are working together to share each other's medical bills. And we do that every single day for our membership and we've got members all you know we've got about you know 25,000 members all around the country who are participating in that sharing process every week uh, and it's incredibly effective at controlling cost and helping to provide an affordable solution for people who so desperately need it um, and so I think that you know one of the slogans we talk about the office around here Ron is that everyone needs access to health care but health insurance is only one, only one way to pay for it and so Sidera is one of those solutions that's emerging for more people need more options not less for their health care and um, and so we're excited to offer this as a again a, a non-insurance approach that can deal with those car accidents the serious cancer diagnosis um, the diagnoses the premature children who are in the NICU for weeks on end we've got members who are having you know unfortunately dealing with very serious medical conditions every day and they have a community behind them to help share those medical bills when they reach a certain threshold so that's um, that's what we do for our members every day so give us an example of uh, somebody who's petitioned you for something unreasonable that can't ex you can't expect a cost-sharing community to absorb. 
Well, you know, it's a good question. We have, a, as part of the membership, let me start by saying that, you know, part of the membership, uh, the way it works is there's a, there's a guidelines, and the membership guidelines define how the sharing process works. And so, um, you know, look, when people come for, to us with their medical conditions, you know, we look that one document helps to define how the sharing process works across the entire membership. Everyone's in the same community. And so, um, you know, there's occasionally things that are outside of, of those guidelines. For example, um, wisdom, wisdom teeth. Now, it's a relatively small thing, but uh, this isn't a dental sharing community. This is a medical cost sharing community. And so wisdom teeth aren't, you know, aren't uh, typically shared with, with the community. Um, if there's ever a question against the, against the document, and again, it's publicly available for people to see, if there's a, if there's a question about whether something's shareable or not, um, there's a, there's a process um, that ultimately results in the members deciding. So if, if there's ever a situation where a member feels like something that should be shared, um, you know, wasn't shared, then they can appeal to their fellow uh, members and we bring together a group of randomly selected members to come together and review the case. And if the, and if the members feel like it should be shared, then it should be, then it will be shared. So Sidera, the company actually doesn't even make the final decision. Um, so again, we're dealing with small bills, large bills every day, um, you know, that, um, that, you know, that are presented to the community for sharing. And what happens is we don't pay providers directly. Um, we pay the member and then the member pays uh, the facility or the doctor. And so that's what a really important point is all of the Sidera members are really self-pay members or cash pay. They're really cash pay members. And what, ha and what you have as part of your membership with the community, you have what's called an IUA or initial unshareable amount. That IUA or initial unshareable amount is the amount that you're going to pay before the community um, starts kicking in. So, for example, for my wife and our three boys who are absolutely crazy, our IUA is $500. And so we wanted the community to start helping us sooner rather than later. And so when one of them, you know, had a, an ear infection that was going on, um, uh, you know, then what happened was is that we paid the first $500 and ultimately resulted in tubes in the ears. But um, then everything after that would have been fully shared with the community. So the member would have been out, we would have been out $500 and the rest would have been fully shared with the community. So is it 500, Jamie, per incident? In other words, uh, the ear infection for one, and then let's say they get a tonsillectomy, uh, you know, three months later, is it a new re-up for the $500? So it's, it is on a per incident basis, but it's capped. So it's three for an individual or five for a family. And after that, the IUA effectively goes to zero. So Ron, if you're, let's say, you know, you, I'm going to pick on you for a second, if that's okay. If you, you know, you know, uh, broke your ankle and you tore your meniscus in your knee on a separate instance, and then you had, um, um, you need, you know, you had a, a gosh, you know, a, a severe asthma attack that resulted in you going to the emergency room. All of those would be medical bills that would cross that $500 threshold, the incidents would. And so we'd look at those as three separate incidents. You'd pay five, up to $500 for each of those. After that, everything would be fully shared with the community. If you had anything else go on um, that, you know, in that membership year, then um, it would be fully shared with the community with zero out of pocket for you. So I'm gonna assume that most Americans, this is gonna be a fit for, but there's gotta be some population that Sidera will not be a fit for. 
Um, you're right. Sidera is not for everyone. Um, so let me kind of go into some details on, on who it's good for. So, um, you know, Sidera is a healthy lifestyle community. So we want people to be on a journey and, and care about their health. Not everybody is super, you know, is focused on this. But most of the vast majority of people are, you know, on a journey towards uh, health. And that's the kind of folks that we're looking for. And um, when you partner or pair Sidera membership with a direct primary care practice, then that makes the total solution, again, no insurance in any of this, work even better for folks and work for more folks. The, the power of being able to take direct primary care and the personal attention and detail, you know, I call it advanced primary, I call direct primary care almost advanced primary care. And so we've seen with our population that those members that are members that have a direct primary care membership save the community money. We actually lower our membership rates in the Sidera community if you have a direct primary care or a virtual primary care membership. It's our way of trying to incentivize people to do what you've done, if that makes sense, Ron. But to go back to your specific question, um, you know, if someone's got a serious medical condition going on right now, um, the time restrictions on pre-existing conditions, um, it, might, might, it might not make sense for them to join the community. Um, uh, or to, they, maybe they need to join the community and have some other product as well. So I like to say, I like to say Sidera works for eight to nine out of 10 people, uh, maybe a little bit more. If you pair Sidera with a direct primary care or virtual primary care membership, it's gonna work for more, but it's not, a, it's not 10 out of 10 people. So um, I, I would love to talk more about DPC in a moment, but I want to talk about one of my employees has a kind of a chronic condition where it's on autoimmune disease, it's Hashimoto's. And that person is going to have a lot of healthcare bills over the next 20 years, 30 years, because it leads to other problems. It's, a, it's just like sort of like a door open for any kind of a flu or pneumonia can get very, very serious very quickly when you have that type of a disease state. Um, is Sidera a possibility for that person? Because I guess, are we insuring against cancer and car accident and cardio instead of uh, all of the offshoots of Hashimoto's? Well, again, I, 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 I've got to, let me start by saying, first of all, that again, just to remind listeners, there is no insurance in it. Um, but um, the answer is for Hashimoto's would be looked at as a separate, as a separate issue. And, and, and any other things that resulted from that would be treated separately and would not be considered a pre-existing condition. So I know we have members of our communities that are, are members of our community that do have Hashimoto's and the community solution works really well for them. Um, but, um, you know, of course, we'd have to understand the details of that person and explain it to them. At the end of the day, Sidera doesn't tell anybody no. So it's up to the member to decide whether or not they want to join and we'll explain to them whether there's any sharing restrictions or not based on any pre-existing conditions. So uh, I'm a member of Redirect Health now for two years. I was patient one in Texas and also employer one in Texas. And I just congratulations. None of my employees. Well, thank you. I mean, I had nothing but good experiences. A couple of small things where uh, somebody asked for a copay after a visit and I said, this is a cash visit and they didn't get it. And I mean, Redirect sent me a $20 check right away. It was kind of a funny beginning, but it's, you know, I didn't get any arrows in my back, but I got a couple of little splinters in my back. But um, in the end, what happens is Redirect, if they're doing their job and they're excellent at doing their job with primary care visits, they're going to keep pretty much everybody off the Sidera plan by making sure 
before they go to an ER that that ER visit's coordinated. If they have chronic care issues, there's chronic care, uh, there's a master plan and a mapped out plan for asthma and mental illness and mental uh, disease and uh, you know all the cardio and any type of diabetes or pre-diabetes or hypertension. Those are folks that are handled beautifully by Redirect Health. And they should be able to keep them off your rolls by treating them uh, aggressively, making sure they have everything they need so they never get into an emergency or an expensive situation. Is that something that makes sense for you? Oh, it makes a great deal of sense. I mean, if you, when you see what uh, an organization like Redirect is doing for folks, um, not only um, dealing with those middle of the night avoidance of going to the ER. I mean, if someone needs to go to the ER, they need to go to the ER. Emergencies happen. Um, but if you, but if you're debating and want to speak to a physician right away, redirect can help you. And um, there's all these other things that redirect or, or, or a group like them or a direct primary care practice does where, you know, if you've got chronic conditions, the management of chronic conditions can definitely save uh, the, you know, a, whether it's insurance or a sharing community um, or the individual themselves, um, their out-of-pocket costs, they, they do such a great job at, um, you know, recommending high-quality, you know, efficiently priced or lower-cost solutions um, to help the members, um, you know, not only get better, most importantly, but to control costs. And that's what we're about. That's, that, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that we're, that we're, you know, that we're focused on is providing an amazing experience for members to access the healthcare they need, but with a monthly membership price that is not going to break the bank. So how do you measure your quality metrics or your uh, customer appreciation metrics or net promoter score, whatever you want to call that, to make sure that the customer is getting an amazing experience? Is there something having to do with time before they get their check or how much of the check they're getting compared to what they were expecting? How, how do you not only meet but exceed expectations at Sedera Health? You know, it's a constant. It's a constant project um, that we're working on uh, on a daily basis. And so we do survey our members. We look at you know everything from you know um, how long people stay in the community. Um, we look at how quickly members get reimbursed on bills that they've needed to go to the community to be shared. Um, we look at you know anytime we send an email to a member, there's an opportunity for them to provide feedback on how. Uh, what kind of job we did. So we survey them uh, after, we survey everyone after they've had a need. We survey, the, survey them every single time they've had an interaction with our team. And our, our scores are, are really, really good. I think I'm very proud of our team and our ability to serve our membership. At the end of the day, we're in the business of service. Um, and I think we can get even better. And uh, we've got some fun things going on in the in the workshop for how we um, we even elevate that experience for our members even further. You know, there's you're an interesting business because you're not only business to consumer, but you're also B2B. And um, I'm gonna imagine that a big opportunity for you is for you to get engaged in direct contracting with employers. Is that a future for you? So we actually, Ron's a great question. We actually started our um, Sidera, when we started the Sidera Medical Cost Sharing Community in 2014, we started working with employer groups. And the employer groups that we identified that were underserved were the smaller employer groups. So the, you know, three, four employees up to, to 50 employees. And so we have, gosh, I'm, maybe not a thousand, um, but um, close of employers all around the country 
um, that are using us instead of a, a health insurance plan. Many times, they purchasing a group health insurance plan was financially not an option for them anymore. Um, that's most often what um, you know the client that we we end up picking up. Um, they, they've they have um, turned to us. They may not have heard of us before, but someone introduced them to us, and they said, "Well, look, we can't afford this group insurance plan anymore. Let's give this a try and see how it works for our uh, for our employees and their families." And I'm and I'm happy to say that many times it works. The, the vast majority of the time, it works really, really well. Um, but the focus initially for Sidera was on the small employers um, and providing them a solution. Um, for again their employees and their families and so that type of you know that one of the differences about Sidera and, and our employer solution which we call Sidera Select um, it's one nationwide rate so whether you're in Florida you know Texas Louisiana um, North Carolina um, you know it, it doesn't matter the, the the monthly contribution rate is the monthly contribution rate we're all we're all contributing this effectively the same you know, it seems like Sedaire is really playing to a kind of a macro trend because there's a lot more direct contracting going out there with employers, large and small. Um, what are your tea leaves that tell you that this is a movement that's growing besides, my, my gosh, I went to a barbecue in Austin that you spoke at. You had 14 or 18,000 members, and here we are less than a year later, and you've got, you know, a lot more members, 24 to 30,000 members. Well, it's you know um, we've we've been on a um, phenomenal growth curve, um, and you know to to grow quickly you've got to do two things. You've got to one find new people who are interested in what in your in your membership offering, and two you've got to hold on to the members you have, and that means doing a good experience you know having a great experience for them. And and um, I'm very thankful um, and uh, that we our team is is doing a great job with both of those you know, efforts of, of finding new members and, and doing a great job for our existing members. Um, you know, we, one of the ways that we kind of control costs behind the scenes is make opportunities available for our members to go to facilities that, um, you know, they're not direct contracts, but, but bundled, bundled surgery. So for example, um, if, if we've got a member who says, look, you know, we don't have a network, it's Ron, it's important to point out. So there's no in-network, out-of-network concerns. At the end of the day, the member chooses where they want to go, which is definitely a big difference. Um, but let's say you have a hernia repair that you need to have done. You, your doctor, you've gotten it diagnosed, and they say, well, the doctor's like, okay, you can, we can have it done here locally. And so you have an IUA. Let's say you're on Sidera's membership type, which has a $1,500 IUA. Well, if you, we may make it some options. You can go there and pay your $1,500 and the rest would be fully shared with the community. Or there's a few other options that are nearby that um, have phenomenal quality scores. And by the way, we'll waive your IUA entirely and cover maybe your travel cost, whatever travel cost you had. So essentially you have your hernia repair for zero out-of-pocket cost. Now at the end of the day, the members choosing what's best for them, whether they wanna pay that $1,500 or not, but it's not a direct contract, but it's making available to members lower cost options for how they get the healthcare they need. And it, you know, I think one of the, the, the Ron, if there's something I think that's missing in the third party payer system today, it's that members are not involved in their healthcare, right? They, they get a card and they think they turn it over to, every, to, to someone else to deal with. And so we need our members to be involved in the shopping for healthcare 
just like they are when they go to the grocery store and they pick up two bars of soap. Do I want the pink one? Do I want the blue one? This one costs $3. This is $4.50. People think they can't shop for healthcare. The reality is you can in non-emergent situations. You can shop for non-emergent healthcare, and people just need to be reminded about how they can do that, and that they just need a, a little bit of coaching, and then they can do it. Emergencies are different. Those are outliers. People should go to the emergency room and, and get that and, and get whatever issue, serious issue is going on resolved. But what we need our members to do is shop for non-emergent healthcare, and we can help them do that with just a little bit of effort. We, we have had as our guest, Debbie Shetty, who at Medical City came and has uh, brought cardiac costs down from six figures to $10,000 with much better outcomes. We've had Oklahoma Surgery, Surgery Centers of Oklahoma. Keith uh, Smith has um, publishing for now almost 20 years, all of his pricing for every imaginable surgery. Uh, we'll have a future guest with Texas Surgery Centers uh, of America. We have um, also had Sano Surgery, who helps you navigate the surgeries that are the best and most effective outcomes and the lowest cost because they're more effective. And a future guest is going to be eSurgery, who does the same thing and focuses on infection rates. So they're looking for the best in class there too. Um, what do you do for medications? Because we will be having a lot of guests this year talking about wholesale pharmacy pass-through. What is that? How does that look on your plan? So medications, if it's, um, let's talk about a, a member who had a, a serious um, cancer diagnosis and had stem cell transplant, you know, a, a stem cell transplant and was on multiple rounds of chemotherapy. That person was on a, you know, on a membership type of $500 IUA, that $500 IUA, and they developed cancer, went on for a couple of years. I'm happy to say I, the last time I talked to the member, he was doing quite well, um, uh, but they paid $500 and the rest was fully shared with the community. That included the medications, okay? So when it's curative, when it's part of getting someone cured, like a cancer diagnosis or an infection, or um, that is the, the cost for the medication is included as part of the need. It's just part of the medical expense, okay? When it's maintenance medication, Sidera will share those for the first 120 days on a new diagnosis. After that, we have other tools we provide our members um, and educate them about for how they can get maintenance medications at many times, um, um, significantly discounted prices. For example, a great tool is GoodRx, um, an app you can download for free on your phone. Does a phenomenal job with a lot of maintenance medications, but not all. We also offer a buy-up program today that allows people to get um, some of the more expensive maintenance medications at, at significantly lower prices. So there's a buy-up option that our members can choose from if they need it. Um, again, but there's so many, um, you know, I think what 86% of uh, maintenance medications roughly um, are um, generics these days. And if you, you know, use a tool like GoodRx many times, not always, but many times you can, you can find uh, good prices for various medications, maintenance medications. Yeah. And I'll, I'll back that up. We are going to have as a guest Scriptco, which is going to be on your Fox News channel tonight. They'll be in 16 markets. They're being interviewed today and tomorrow. Maybe it might be tomorrow, but it'll um, be on your local Fox. And they, for $120 a month as a membership fee, pass on wholesale pharmacy rates directly to the consumer. And then they'll mail them their medications. So in Texas, we have a problem with direct primary care docs dispensing drugs. But these guys get around it by mailing it to directly to the patient. And it's pennies a pill, uh, maybe a penny a pill for Humira versus $5,000 for an annual script from Humira if you were to go through a traditional route. 
So I think that's what you're talking about is going maybe not only generics, but going name brand through wholesale pharmacy. It's definitely a problem when on the healthcare cost side, and it's exciting to see free market solutions come up to try to solve this problem. So I'll, I'll look forward to watching that tonight if I can. Tell me um, if people were trying to reach you, Jamie, or trying to reach Sedare, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys? Well, the, the best way, uh, I would say, is just really go to our website. And um, if, you, if you click on, there's, we have two products. So if you're an individual and want to learn more about Sedara, that, that product call is called Sedara Access. If you're calling about an employer, um, Sedara Select. And so Sedara is spelled S-E-D-E-R-A.com. And so if you go to Sedara.com, you, you know, there's a contact form on, um, on our website routes to the right person, depending on, you know, so you can, you can get, you can either go to our contact page on our website or go down specifically based on, you can learn more about each product on the website. Um, but if you just fill out any of the contact forms on the site, we'll make sure you get connected with the right person. All right. My stumper that I like to close with, um, Jamie, and we'll do this again soon. So we, we want to watch your progress as you uh, march along the path of growth. But um, if you could fly a banner over America, what would that banner say? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I would say um, the something to the effect of we already know the solutions for fixing our healthcare problem. Yeah, that'll fly. That'll fly. Most of the answers I get are about a 400 mile long banner. So thank you for actually fitting in the banner requirements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you gave me a little bit more time, I would try to get it even shorter, but something to the effect of the alternate banner would be with the previous statement from earlier on, on uh, when we were talking, it's like, everyone needs access to health. Everyone needs access to healthcare. Health insurance is only one way to pay for it. That's a little long, but. No, it's nice, nice, small font, but it fits the banner. Thank you. Um, Jamie, we'll get you on the show again. Thank you for your time. This has been great and very instructive. Ron, thank you for the time as well. Enjoyed being with you and, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Great. Thank you for listening. You want to shake things up? There's two things you can do for us. One, go to primarycarecures.com for show notes and links to our guests. And number two, help us spotlight what's working in primary care by listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribing and leave us a review. It helps our megaphone more than you know. Until next episode.